How long are we doing this for? Oh, no, quick. It'll be an hour and a half and we're gone. All right, sir. <laughs> what are you joking? <laughs> we've got to move 40 minutes. On today's podcast, we've got Jason O'Gorman, a Cork artist. First off, Jason, I absolutely love your work. I reckon that if I had a storage unit of two and a half thousand square feet and my wife allowed me, I'd fill it with your drawings. Um, so for those of you who don't know Jason or live under a rock, um, explain to us your art. Live under a rock? Well, if they live under a rock, like if they don't know who you are. If you, you are. rearrange the letters rock, you get cork. <sighs> Isn't that amazing? So what we're going to do now is we're going to do a drawing. <laughs> Living under a cork Living under rock. A cork. I want money for that. Okay. Right. right. Let's start. Go. Go. Explain Go. to us your art. For those of who don't know. What's to explain? <laughs> it's what, like tell us about what what kind of Well like most people draw portraits or people or whatever. I don't know. I'm not really into the art. I just know I love yours. Yeah. And the reason I love yours, not because it's just cork, but it's the humour behind it. The how well you do it, but also kind of just the the different types and the way like you, you're not really specific on anything you do it's sayings it's places I never was I never am mm. you know I never uh, sorry give me a second here because my brain is just after going <laughs> what, what? What's, what's your question start, 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 start that question start again. again start again give me a question what explain the idea behind your art like what what type of art would you put yourself under would you put yourself under any category of art I don't know. I actually don't know what type, what of, type art of art, art it is. When I, I started out, I suppose it'd be good to give you some bit of background. When I started drawing years ago, I went to school, left school as an artist. Being an artist was my skill set. Yeah. So I got a job in a design studio as an artist and that's always been my thing. But then, how many years ago was that now? Like 30 years ago nearly. Oh, I, you know? you. I have written down. What? Have you written down? Yeah. I know a lot. Scary. I know an awful lot about you. But, I remember when they got the computers in and I started learning the computers and everything was hand done at the time. I would be drawing posters for nightclubs and bakeries and cafes and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I started using computers and over the course of how many years I was using computers less and less, mm-hmm. or sorry, I was using um, the pen and paper less and less, using computers more and more. And then suddenly it became a point like where you didn't, even, didn't have a need mm. for drawing anymore. It was all digital and then like the iPads came out and Cintiqs and you're drawing on a computer and pens and paper were like forgotten about. Yeah. They were put away. So it's only in the last, when I went out on my own as a designer, what year was that, 2013, as it said, 10 years ago actually, when, when I went out on my own, um, I started drawing again and picking up the iPad again and making more digital illustrations and slowly, mm-hmm. Over the last five years, I've been doing even less drawing digitally and bringing it more into the real world. Okay. So I, I suppose I've always seen a shift between... Re- I started in the real world, everything went digital, and I was kind of coming back full circle again. So Which is nice. It, it's always moving. Yeah. And I suppose I could say the same for my art. I, it's, it's always changing. Sometimes so you I'm don't trying. really put yourself in any... I don't. No. Pigeonholes terrify me. Yeah. I don't like being boxed in and saying, oh, this is Jason, and he always draws pictures of Shandon. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually did draw when I, I remember the one that I you was, broke up the, the Shandon Bell where you were different I've drawn Shandon so many ways I've drawn <laughs> it with my eyes closed and my back turned I've drawn I painted it I've you know I've, it's just so many approaches yeah. I put King Kong in it I broke it apart you That's know right. as you know but uh, I, I don't like 
being that artist who does the same thing all the time that just absolutely terrifies mm-hmm. me sorry so that's I suppose that's why I make so much different types of stuff yeah uh, we recently um, went over to your studio uh, we were talking we had a chat but you, you did mention that you know you were a graphic designer going back over the years that you were working for doing you'd draw posters for pubs and, and things like yeah. that Um how like was that something that like you said being pigeonholed was that something that you just found yourself getting into the with working for the man and didn't like it and moved out or was it more as you mentioned the digital thing was just taken over and you didn't like that what got you out of that industry of your what got the graphic me design I, you, like I still do graphic design I still like say 10% of the work I do is still for design work for clients right. but they'll all hate me now for this I'll have no clients after this interview I don't like doing it <laughs> it's like and you know when I have the choice of drawing Morpheus drinking pints of Beamish yeah. or you know a client come along saying, oh, we need a flyer done because we have an event coming up. Like, do you know, it's, which one do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, and if you can do it, like, it was actually the other way around when I started off, uh, like, when I went into self-employment as a designer 10 years ago, Dynamite Studio was a design company. And I'd say 95% of my work was design work for clients. And then there was a small amount, this, this little side project I have where I could do drawings and put them up online. It was like, when you're dealing with clients, everything is like, you know, budgets, time frames, this, mm. that, and everything. Like, and then you send them a design, and they say, "Yeah, we love it, but would you add in this? And can you make that red? And can you make that?" It's like, yeah. you know, you're 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 kind of doing stuff for them for still, them, as so, opposed to doing your own thing. But I had this like five percent or ten percent of my time where I was like, "Okay, I'm going to sit down now and do something for me that makes me happy, and nobody can make me change it." Nice. So that was nice, and I think when COVID came along, then the whole design thing just kind of like dried up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Clients and I had. I had this 90% of my time to fill. I was like, oh, what do I do with this? Like, I'm going to draw more. I'm going to do what makes me happy. Mm. So that kind of expanded. And when we came out the other side of that, the whole thing was after flipping over. And there I was like drawing 90% of the time and doing a 10% design work. And I was like, yeah, look, this, is, this is going in the right direction for yeah. me, like uh, unexpectedly so. And it's weird because people say to me, what do you do? Are you, are you a graphic designer? I say, I don't know what I, don't I am. Know. I don't know what I am. I kind of, I draw kind of pictures of uh, giant apes up on top of the local <laughs> church and like, how would you get away with that? Like, and make a career yeah, out of it? Yeah. I said, I don't know. Like, I'm just... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that as well in a minute. So like, where, where did you where did you grow up? I grew up in Ochnahini. I would know I was born in Shandon Street. Mm. So very near Shandon. So that's why, <laughs> that's why the love is there. I was born with the bells in my ear. And I, I don't think I've ever talked somewhere where Shandon has come up like five times. Yeah, we'll have to minutes. edit some of those Like... Uh, but yeah, I moved up to Knocknahini. We were living up there. So uh, in Nari all my life, we lived up there for years and years. And uh, I'm living out in Blarney now. Nice. So still in Nari. Still, but yeah. My studio's in the south type side. Of my studio's in the south side. <laughs> yeah. So I come over here. Just You've got to, everything going on. Just to see what things are like over here. And then I kind of <laughs> retreat back to my little cave at the end of the day. The safety of the north side. Well, look, I think one thing that not a lot of people don't know about me, I suppose, is that I never finished college. So I didn't. I got my degree later on. I went back to college, um, but you didn't. You didn't finish college. It either, wasn't even on the table. It was. Really? It, it, it's weird. I kind of grew up in that time where you had to get a job. It was just the expectation was you finish school, you get the job. Mm. You know, I, I was never. It was never even discussed. But yourself thought like all your yeah. Do you know what? I don't think I would have having the the patience to sit through college. Like I, I yeah, I st- like in, even in school, I was like doing the back room, doing the back of the classroom, drawing pictures and geography like and I was 
art was in my head. But yeah, so it was always there. It was always there. It was always there. It was started drawn on the walls and it was drawn on the back of the copy books from all the way through school. Now, I, I managed well in school, like, you know mm. what I mean? But I just didn't enjoy the maths and the history and the well, Irish. We all drew in school, no, like, but were they good drawings? Oh, but this was bad, like, I was drawing everywhere. My sack was covered, you know, my, right. my, all my drawings. Yeah, of course. Of course they were good. Yeah. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm uh, an artist. I'm an artist. No, no. I, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, that was always a thing, like. Mm-hmm. Um. What made you get into drawing things about Cork? Because, look, it's clearly your niche. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's all Cork. So was it just you absolutely love Cork or you just saw an opening there to draw about Cork? I never looked at it. Not, Are you joking like, me? I never looked at it as if, in, oh, there's an opportunity there. Like, all right, I thought you were going to say, I never looked, I never, I never thought that, I, never said, oh, I just... If I draw Cork, do, I only, do I only just draw Cork things? I thought you were actually going to say no, to me, no, 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 no. Cork I'm, I draw? I'm well aware of it, everybody <laughs> makes me, but you can draw anything else, Jason. I was like, nah. <laughs> you know, it's, I said, you know, Cork for me is, um, it's comfortable, it's familiar, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's And it's what I'm, you know, it's what makes me tick, like, it's what makes me get out of bed in the morning, like, I just love it, and if... You know, if there was a kid came to me and they were like, oh, what do I draw? I'd say, what do you, what do you love? And they said, dragons. I said, draw dragons, you know. Mm. When you draw what you love, it really kind of comes true. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of people just drawing, I don't know, portraits or something. like. But if their heart's not in it, you don't see it. Mm. You know, but when your heart is in something and you really do passionately love it, like it just speaks for itself. Like. But when I was out at your studio the other day, yep. which was amazing, by the way, well done. Thanks. And, and like, when you only opened it for... That weekend, is it a matter of kind of like what seldom is beautiful and that you only wanted to open it or, you know, are you going to do that maybe once or twice a year or was that just a once off? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I never plan ahead. I don't plan ahead. I am always uh, just here for today, you know. Uh, so last year I did have an idea to do an open studio in November and I was like, oh, this is too late. You know, so this year I kind of said, um, I was chatting to my wife and she said, look, have a go off it and see see how it pans out. Just do, do one or two days. Hmm. Oh, okay. But I started getting ready for it in uh, May, I think. I was doing my Christmas cards. The sun was beaming down. I was out the back and I was drawing snow on Christmas cards. I was like, oh God, I, I don't know, is this a good idea or not? Yeah. Like, But yeah, it's definitely going to be, I'm going to, I, I've kept it at that and I'm not going to do any more, I think, perhaps next year. Again, yeah. Like, you know, but yeah, it's not I, going to be a regular but thing. But it, it was roll out. special, though, in fairness. It was, a... it was beyond, it was, I was very taken back by it. I was saying like, there was a lot of people came down and I, I, yeah, mm. I'm still, still, no, <laughs> I, we, I we, haven't got the words for it, like, because it, it was meeting the people. I, I got an awful shock with that because, you know, I, I have a lot of followers online, but I've mm. never seen anybody. You yeah. know, you, like, you're interacting with likes and shares and comments and stuff like that. But then people came down, they were telling me all their stories. And I bought this for my daughter who's gone to the States and she married him and he's one of your pieces. And it was just t- yeah. to hear all of that. You know, it was just mind blowing, like I, to meet I, all these people. We spoke about it all, um, off air, like, but yeah, you know, you were kind of, you know, taken back by the amount of people came down. But Jesus, Jason, it's it's great stuff. Like, I love it. And like when I went down there and saw all the people in there, I wasn't one bit surprised. Like, I wasn't thinking I was going to go down there and there was nobody there. I know you were, and you were a bit taken back by it. But you're you're just sounder. You just you just kind of you were in there and you were like, oh, I can't get over this. I can't. get And I was looking at I you going, your stuff is amazing. Of course you're going to have loads Still of people. Can't get over it. I don't know. I don't ever look at my stuff like that. Like, but I I can't do that. Like I can't like, oh look at my stuff. It's amazing. I can't. That's oh, sure, that's why I'm here. I'll uh, do that. For yeah. You'll do that for yeah, me, sorry. and I'll just deny it. And yeah. say, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, if I if I if I wore that badge, I'd have notions like, yeah. and I don't like to be seen as a person with notions. Well, when I was in there, I was yeah. with my small fella JJ, 
and we were inside in your studio, which was really nice because you opened up, like you obviously had the area to the left, which was, you know, all your your pieces. And then to the right, you had your studio open where you do your drawings and you were like, had the screen up and... Yeah, all the, all the I know I put a bit of effort into it. Like if you're going to do anything, you've got to, you've got to, got to do it right. Yeah. Like, you know, you had a drawing on the yeah. table that you, you, you were doing out of um, a place down in Crosshaven. The pub in Crosshaven. Oh, that was Cronin's pub, is it? Yeah, yeah. And you'd, you'd done that. Now, I don't know how long that took you. Right. But you told my young fella that you use your left hand sometimes mm-hmm. to do it. This is for your... You've got you've got a different types. We'll get into them in a while, but mm-hmm. you've obviously got your, your sayings and all that that you do. And, and then you've got the badly drawn. Yep. Um, which is kind of the, the higgly-biggly buildings, famous buildings around Cork. Yep. Um, and then you've got the portraits, which we'll get into in a minute because it's your okay. thing. But you told the young fella that sometimes when you're doing the badly drawn stuff, you do it with your left hand. Mm-hmm. Now, you said your mouth as well, but that was a lie. I was right? only joking about right, my fair mouth. Enough, yeah, right. yeah. So <laughs> tell us about how... But you you do use your left hand. I will, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I might even look away. I might just, just... It's a funny thing. Drawing on the iPad for years, everything is very... You, you, you can change everything. You can change all the colours afterwards. You can kind of... You constantly fiddle around to adjust it. To, to get it to where where it is that you have, like mm. when I'm dr- sitting down to the iPad, funnily enough, I have it in my head first. I know exactly what I have, what I'm going to draw. I know how it's going to look. I know what the colours are. I know where everything is. So when I'm sitting down, it's only a matter of using the tools then to get everything into the, the, the get it to marry up with what's up in my head. Yeah. So, but you can you can you can undo everything, you know. So you, you have that control and precision over what you're working with. But when with the badly drawn stuff, I think I was out in the garden one day. And I just picked up a pen like like that. Now I've been working in computers now almost thirty years, and everything is digital. I picked up a pen. And I said, like doing a small bit of scribble. And I said, "Jesus, I probably be draw my drawings are probably terrible." Mm. Do you know, after it's been so much time doing doing things that way, constantly fixing things, and uh, they were they were terrible. I was like, "Jesus, these these are terrible." And I've no undo, and I'd no rubber to rub things out, yeah. and I couldn't fix things. I said, "Okay, hang on, I'll just I'll draw a bit with my left hand," and it was a disaster. It was, it was this was like terrible drawing, but I could still recognize. Okay, it was the left bank bar down on by Pope's Key. Yeah. It's closed down now years. It's an old shabby building, but I had a photograph of my phone and I drew that. And I was like, it's still the left bank. No matter how badly drawn it was, yeah. I was still recognisable. And uh, that kind of went from there. Then then I'd do, done a couple of them. And I was like, these are just, these are weird. It doesn't matter how badly you draw things, if you, you can actually still make them recognisable. Yeah. And it brought me back to a drawing my daughter done of me when she was six. She'd, portrait of me but I was like a stick man in it mm. but she captured me and I don't know how she done it she just she got something and I don't know what that thing is but sometimes you can capture something in a drawing to make it recognisable and identifiable it doesn't necessarily have to be a good drawing it can be a badly drawn drawing so that's how that whole thing started so badly drawn that's where it came from it is yeah yeah now with those drawings I photographed them when the badly drawn ink drawings are done, I'll photograph them and I'll send them onto my iPad and I'll colour them on the iPad. So right. I'm getting, you know, you lose control at the start. Everything is a bit wonky and misshapen looking. And then you bring back the what's recognisable. They might be the colours of the building, you know, so you kind of, you inject them back in when you're working on the iPad. Brilliant. I love it. So them. it's a cross between both digital and kind of traditional media. Because the, the badly drawn stuff is brilliant. Like it's really, really clever. And as you say, Instantly recognisable, even though it's all over the place in a way. It's brilliant. It's really clever, like. But sure, all your stuff is clever. Thanks. Come here, am I just going to spend the whole forty minutes? Just I know, just pat my back you and say you're great, Jason. Yeah. You're great. It's, it's brilliant. Can we talk about how great you are now? No, just that. It's not, it's not that sure. <laughs> we'll have to do that some oh. other time. Um, you've a lot of drawings of Henry's. Is that kind of like a misspent <laughs> you or what's going on there? 
It was an institution. It's yeah. funny, I, I spent uh, many as a Saturday night in there. When I was growing up, I, I loved the place. Uh, so that was where I would go. I, like, even my buddies were all rockheads. Like, and I'd go in there, I was like, no, I'd go in on my own. And I might meet up with them afterwards for an old burger and chips on the way home. Like, but I'd, like, that, that's where I used to go for my nights out. Um, so, yeah, that's why I, I've drawn a lot of pictures in a lot of different styles of Henry's. Like, it was, yeah. it was the place to be. And funny, nice. talking to uh, people the other day, they, I, they'd say, oh, we were Henry's heads as well. But they might have been the Wednesday night Henry's heads. Like, they might have been freak scene Henry's heads. And then there was Henry's people who were the back bar Henry's people. Yeah. And then there was other Henry's people who were I the 80s uh, Henry's people. Yeah. And they didn't know Greg and Shane or any of that there stuff was different at all. Levels, like, different there was levels. Different levels, yeah. You never go to the one at the top where it was like full on. Was that yeah. the top one? There was one when I was like, nah, that's 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 well, that was me, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we never met. <laughs> but yeah, I spent many, many moons in there. It was uh, many moons ago. I spent many nights in there. What advice would you give to a young artist? God. You hate all this stuff now. I do, yeah. I know, yeah I know. I, I'm not, I never feel qualified to give advice to people. Like, yeah, I know, but does that then go I've, back to... I've always been asked by colleges to come out and have a chat with the kids and I'm like, jeez, I didn't go to college myself. I'm not qualified to give any advice. Like, I I'm, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I make everything up as I go along and I can't go there. But that was why we mentioned at the start, like, I was asked recently to go to the college, right, to do... And like that, I was like, but sure, I, I never finished college. And like, straight away, I was kind of drawn back and was like, nah, like, I don't really want to do it. Yeah. But like, it, it's obviously something in us that is kind of maybe that's the thing that kind of holds us back from saying look come on we we'll go jump in and do that kind of thing because you know if, if you're doing what you're doing by putting out your 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 paintings and mm-hmm. having a studio and I'm out here doing bloody podcasts with people that you know don't even know me surely we have that ability to get out there but then there seems to be this kind of little thing that holds us back about giving advice I'm similar like I, I, yeah. I find it hard to give advice to people because Especially in a college situation, I'm like, well, I didn't finish it, so I'm not qualified to give you advice. I don't. But we are. Yeah, you don't really lead anyone astray either, you know. You don't want to give yeah. them bad advice, you know. Just say, put your head down and work hard and do what you enjoy doing. That's all I would say. Like, And you'll find your own path from there. Well, that's becoming evident throughout the whole thing is that your big thing is if you do what you love. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your yeah. life. You know, if your heart is really in it, like, but... I'd say like a lot of people kind of end up going just this, just this rush when they get out of school I have to get into college I have to get an education I have to go because that will get me the job and that will get me the mm. the money to get the house and it's, it's like you're rushing through the system a little bit like so yeah. if you give yourself a little bit of breathing space I, I would have said before it was hard to get people to understand that because mm-hmm. you know obviously when they get out they kind of want to have the freedom and then they need money to have that freedom yeah, so they get into this falls between two and stools they're, they're young stuff, so like, yeah. you can't but then when you get a bit older you look back and say jeez if I had my time again I'd do this I, I would have yeah 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 yeah. but then as then I think the the new age kids I don't want to put any type of I don't know what they are these days there's bloody gin this and whatever I don't know what they I can't are keep I don't even know what they are <laughs> but they definitely have a different outlook on life to us when we were growing up they're looking at it going there's no way I'm going to do what you did and work and all like they want to work from home they want to work remotely you know they don't if you say to them you know you got to do this and we got to work this many hours they'll be like no I'm not, I'm not doing it yeah and like they have a, they seem to have a little bit more of a self-awareness um, and appreciation for their own time than we did because I think we were very much kind of like as you say head down work get on with it Things it, was, will come. it was the done thing like yeah yeah to just kind of get your head on and get, get they just seem to look at it these days like look I'm going to 
explore myself and my life and what will happen will happen. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 changing life. Tough to get staff, but yeah, it's, it's a good <laughs> yeah, thing. It's yeah, good for yeah, him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, what has been your best decision to date? Going out on my own. Hand she- on my heart. Like, mm. Best decision I ever made. Was, uh, I remember I was in a job for a long time. I just stood up one day. Just literally made the decision there and then said, okay, I'm out of here. I just walked out, didn't even tell anybody. I just went out the door. They were like, where are you going? Just kept walking. Came home to my wife and uh, we had one kid and we had another one on the way. She was like, what are you doing home? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just going to make things up here now and see see how things pan out. Like, And I set up my own then as a designer. and You know, it all kind of evolved from there. But looking back to that one decision I made back then, was, uh, I didn't want to be that guy who was in that job for 20 years. Yeah. You know, I was just like, you know, I don't like being, as I said, pigeonholed and in something for too long. I never did. Mm. So the same as I can speak for my art. Like I'm always looking around new ways to make things, new ways to approach things and look at things. So Yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, that was definitely the best decision I ever made is actually just doing what I love doing. And what would be the worst decision? Tough question. Oh, that's what we're here for, Jason. We're here for the tough questions. Worst decision I ever made. Yeah, you can take your time. There's no panic. Coming in here talking to you. People <laughs> <laughs> being asked questions like that. <laughs> uh, Do you know what? I've made millions of bad decisions in my life. There's not no no one stands out like. But jeez, yeah. I've made countless bad decisions. But you you got to do the bad things I in order to, to get see what the good things are that was a trick question you see yeah that's a trick question there right. to keep you on your toes you're not meant yeah. to give me an answer you're meant to say every decision that I've made good or bad has made me who I am there you go congratulations yeah can we, can we record that bit again yeah and I'll just, I'll just <laughs> give me the script there and I'll just read that out uh, do you think you spread the, the love from Cork to other areas uh, or will it always be life by the Lee as if in as in the, your your drawings, do you think that you'll kind of venture out and start doing... No, no, I'm not going to draw anywhere else. I thought you meant like by, by sending Cork pictures, like my, my art has been sent abroad to, to so many places. Africa. It's, yeah, it's gone all over the world now, which mm-hmm. is like humbling for me, to be honest, which like to, to know something that was in my head once upon a time came no, out. It's on a piece of paper and it's hanging up in a wall at the other side of the globe. Yeah. Places I'll never see, you know, like, I, like I'm untravelled, like I don't really, haven't really been anywhere, but my art... Has been is in more countries now, like than I would could have ever possibly wanted to go to, like so. Mezian, it's just can't get my head around it. Like that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, you're never going to draw anywhere else but Cork. Um, am I going to draw anywhere else but Cork? No, no, no. no. Cork is where my heart is. Hundred percent putting the Cork flag down now and saying no. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to draw any other places. I've seen other artists kind of. Now I did like to be fair. I got a lot of pressure to do Dublin once, and I drew a landscape in Dublin. Like, did I enjoy doing it? No. No, right, okay. my heart wasn't in it at all but I got it done and it just just didn't sit with me like and I put it up on my website I was like this is wrong this is wrong and I was just doing it because this is kind of what people do artists start off locally and then they expand mm. and I put it up on my website I didn't even call it Dublin I called it not Cork <laughs> do you know I just and then it's just there and that's as far as I went do you know it's like trying something and realising this is just a bad idea like. but could you not just do like not Cork one and not Cork two and just no, do other stuff. My heart's know? not my heart's not in it. Don't know. I'm just worried that there's just not enough in Cork. There's plenty in Cork. Have you ever there's done Knocknahini? I haven't, funnily enough. Well I'm neutral I have I have drawn the water tower up there. 
But yeah, there was a there was a girl up in Galway. Um, she got on to me maybe a year or two ago, and she said, "I love your art." She said, "I'm not from Cork. I'm from Galway. Do you know any Galway artists who um who do that thing that you do?" And I was like, "No." And then it got me thinking. Like, I actually don't know any other no. artists in any, any other counties that have that fire, that passion, mm. and that belief in their own county where they actually say, "I'm just going to make art about my county because that's enough." Like, you know, this it's savage. It, but there is, like you asked, am I going to run out of Cork stuff? I'm not, like, because it's always evolving. The city's always changing. There's new buildings coming up and down and mm. you know, there's people coming and going and different stories happening. Like, so, like, if I was to specialise in just Shandon, we talked about, I knew it was going to come back up again, but if I was just to specialise in Shandon, I could I could build my whole life on it. Like, you know, I could talk, about, I could write books on it, write songs about it, poems about it, draw it, paint it, you know, yeah. from this angle, make 3D sculptures. You could, just just on one tiny part of Cork. Well, funny you say, sing there about it, like, because you, you play the ukulele, don't you, and the piano? Oh, oh, you done your research. I did, I told you. <laughs> I tell you, man. It's... I play instruments, but I don't sing, don't sing, don't sing. No don't singing? No singing, no singing. You'd be brilliant, you'd be like John Spillane, I'd say, if you sang. Imagine me. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine that's where the whole thing went next. <laughs> Singing about Cork. Singing Cork songs. Who knows? So you do play the ukulele. I do. I play instruments. I played hey. the guitar for a few years. Uh, ukulele, piano, any anything that makes noise, really. Are you any good at the ukulele? Decent enough. I'm thinking of taking it up. I've got lessons planned, but I've got really stubby fingers. Mm. No, I mean, is, that's why you think the ukulele probably suit me. I can't advise it because again, I'm self-taught. Oh, Jesus, there, of so course you are. Can't tell anybody how. I need to be what? more artistic. Though, when I picked up the guitar, uh, I was like, "Oh, I've got to learn how to figure this out." And I, I did learn how to figure it out on my own. And then there were certain songs that I wanted to play, and when I went to play them, I realized I couldn't because I had my fingers. The way I learned the guitar was the wrong way to play the guitar. So then I was like, "It's actually impossible to play those certain chords because." But so did you do it from sound? I would play all stuff by ear. Like, yeah, I have a good ear for music. I produced music um, a long time ago. Uh, something I've always kind of been interested in and dabbled with was uh, music and sound design. Another nugget of information there for you. I didn't know that. That wasn't there on my go. sheet. Write that down on your sheet Christ there now. Almighty. So, oh, I was fascinated with that kind of so stuff. So you produce music, you play music, drawings, you just... Uh, yeah, and woodwork. That was another thing. My dad was a carpenter. I used to love making things. Like, But I mean, it all stems back to me creating stuff. Yeah. Like That's my passion. It's yeah. just, I have this passion to just make stuff and bring it into the world. Because you've kind of gone now, when I was in the studio, I noticed that you've kind of started doing paintings. Yes. So that's just something you're dabbling in? New. That's a new thing. When I, um, we moved into the studio, there was a a buddy of mine, Sebastian, he's a watercolour artist and he spotted this studio space. He'd nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. So he said, oh, Jay, this place there will be, um, we'll be going in halves and share the place. And I said, yeah, brilliant. So, he was able to paint down there and I was on my iPad down there kind of drawing my stuff mm. digitally and I was looking at him with the brushes and the paint I was like, jeez, that looks, I went in on that. Like, I, It was inspiring to see mm. that happening and I was, I, I had started the badly drawn stuff as well at the time so which I had an insight into making things bad and wonky and yeah. not being afraid of it so I was saying, okay, I'm going to paint now as well so I started painting and I'm painting with acrylics, inks, I painted them um, Portraits, I know you might have seen some of those with vodka, tea, and ink and hot water. It's just, um, I don't know what I'm doing yet, like, but I'm just I'm playing around, like, you know. Well, it's great fun. I love you, the David, David Bowie one, David Bowie, and yeah, that was that was pretty good. Do you know what? I started that painting and it, it was just a watercolor painting. And when it was done, it was like, yeah, it was a nice portrait, but I don't like just 
painting things and leaving them as they are. Yeah. Like, I actually threw a load of ink all over it and then I started scraping it with sandpaper and then adding on more paint and leaving it run down his eye yeah. and I started scratching it with acrylic. Like, like, But that paint on the eye, that was kind of what drew me to it. it was... Do you know what it is? I, do you know what? That's not my... That's not my my career is not painting. My career is in the digital work, like you know. So painting is like a hobby for me. Just something an open something I do in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just uh, because have a bit of fun with it, and I'll throw kids. loads of them in the bin. Nobody really? gets to see half of them, yeah. but it's just a, it's like a fun hobby. Well, my kids kind of uh, my wife. We love watching uh, artist of the year or portrait of the year. My parents are always tell me you have to watch that. You have to watch it, but I don't watch TV, so uh, you don't. No, you've no interest. No interest in TV and radio. I don't listen to. Brilliant. I don't know what goes on in the world. My dad will ring me and say, Jason, there's a storm tomorrow. Did you lock up the stuff? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, thanks for telling me. I've, I don't know what happens in the world. I'd kind of. Fantastic I, life. I don't know, is it? Ah, it is, Jason. It is. Lived it's a, a very sheltered existence. Nah, like, I have no idea. When I grow up, I'm going to be you. I think I'm going to grow up. I decided, no, when I grow up, I'm going to be you. But there was a fellow on Portrait of the Year and he yeah. did it just talking about different ways of doing it. He was doing it with um, uh, on a metal sheet with a tattoo gun. Wow. And it was unreal. See, I went in on that. Now. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be going home now researching how to do that. It was just breathtaking. Yeah. Just to see kind of what he could create with a tattoo gun like on a piece of metal. Yeah. I just thought it was so clever. But I, I love just, all that stuff then. Yeah. I love different things. Different ways to do things. Yeah. That's always what, what excites didn't even me. Pick like. him. They didn't pick him to go through. Because it's you know a portrait, and they wanted the original. Turn it off after. Yeah, some people are a bit old hat like that. Yeah. It's more the traditional approach, like whereas, which is what draws me to your art. Which is why it's different. It's something that is kind of really when people walk into my house and they see your art, they're instantly engaged. Like you know, like I've got the the logo one, the cork. The brands of cork. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like people sit at my my breakfast counter, right, and they'll sit there for thirty minutes figuring it out and you can see them on their phones and all trying to get you know because there's there's a couple of them yeah, that are yeah. really tough like to get Yeah, but it it's just one of the and that's, for me that's much better than having a piece of art on a wall um, that people walk in and say oh it's lovely and walk past it for me art is it has to be engaging and I know people have a different idea of art and that's it's all subjective I love that about art but with your stuff the minute people see it they're like ah oh, that's brilliant that's brilliant and it just there's a conversation started up over it you sit there for five minutes having a chat about it. Where that's, you got it? That's magic. Like and that's yeah. we had um, like before I started drawing stuff for me. Actually, I actually started drawing stuff for me first day for my own house. But I remember we had a picture. It was a big, massive canvas, and uh, we've got it from somewhere like you know one of these kind of home store yeah. places. Like, and it was just of petals, and I was like. Sorry, no, like, this has been on my wall for three years and if you look at it, it's meaningless. It does mm-hmm. nothing for me and I'm walking past it the whole day. Now it's colour in the room and I know art can add colour to a room but I'd like there to be an idea behind it yeah. and a conversation to happen around it, like, but that's not going to happen with, like, generic petals. No. No, it's not, like, whereas, that's what I like my art to be, a conversation starter and I like people to look at the idea behind things and say, jeez, that's kind of clever how this... Did you, you know, draw over it? I, do you know what I painted over it <laughs> I, I actually painted over it and I ended up drawing over that like. what you put in there um, I can't really recall enough, to be honest with but you but did you keep I thought you said you put it in your house you didn't put it in the house no, afterwards no it was up in the house the, this right, thing was hanging in our room for years right. like, yeah. okay. um, you're acting enough on the social platforms how do you recommend using them best for your business and, and do you get much over it because you, you look you are active on your platforms I'd say I'm very inactive ah you're not Come on, look, I had enough of this whole 
putting yourself down now. You're very active on social media. Well, you are, like, I mean... The, no, I, the, I think the activity just happens. I'm not active. I, I just put up something as a post or a drawing or something, like, and the activity happens up there on social media, but I'm just down here. I'm sitting out the back, like... Yeah, but that's being active, cutting Jason, the grass. I'm not active up. on social media. I just put Personally, stuff, you're not. And then they walk away. But you put up a lot of your drawings on yeah. social media. Yeah. Do, you obviously get business out of that. Do you? Do you get a lot of business yeah, out I of that? Yeah, I suppose they would go through that way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's like where I first saw you was on social media. Yeah. So, like, I think that that platform has really helped, I would th- think. Yeah, yeah. In getting artists out there amongst people like myself who, you know, may not have had a huge interest in art over the years but no this is really appealing to me and I never would have found you if it wasn't for social media yeah I have to say like yeah yeah I, I do have a bit of a following on social media like I don't know where they all came from like they just seem to just arrive I never set out to say right I'm going to have a big social media following and I've never done kind of marketing campaigns and all that kind of stuff like to drink oh I must get more followers must get people interested must sell stuff that's not me at all but, but this, this, I don't do that. I, know, like, I don't get, get it. I don't this, know that a little bit yeah, because yeah. if you went out on your own and you started up your business, yeah, like you must know that you've got to create money. You got to sell pieces like to make money. I don't. I need to create art. You know what I mean, and, and that results in money coming in. See, this is where you and me know are going to differ. Like, I mean, like yeah. <laughs> differ is good. Go on, go for it. <laughs> so you. As artists, so now you have to because like, I'm not an artist. So an artist's mindset, so is create the art, and then that's it. No, not saying that some artists are out there to create the money. Right, you know that I'm not out there to to do that. That just happens, and I'm very thankful, very grateful for it's just the fact that my, my stuff sells. Like, but I'm not out there. I've ne- I don't do advertising campaigns. Like you know, I don't, mm. I don't, I don't put, do promoted posts and all this kind of stuff. I, I never. Never do that. I just make art that makes me happy, makes me proud to be from Cork. And I think everybody else sees that, like, and they buy into it for the same reasons, you know? An unbelievable story that, like, if you're just going out, kind of doing what you love. Winging it. And just 100% just, <laughs> like, nah, not going not gonna to get active. Sure, if it sells, it sells. And, like, to be a success. That's... Yeah, but, but even with the stuff I draw, like, I, 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 there's been times I kind of sat down and said, you know, you have this conversation in your head before you start, because I'm, I'm not thinking, like, what will sell? What can I draw now that will yeah, sell yeah. a hot cakes and make yeah. me a lot of money? Like, So it's it's great. I don't feel that urgency to sit down and say, geez, I need to make money. I think if you approach it with that mindset, mm. you're going to, your art then is like, oh, this guy wants to make money. He doesn't want to make yeah. art. Like it's, I'm looking at it like from, like as a passion project for me. Like I just want to sit down and say, what would actually make me really happy here now to draw? What would I get a great kick out of? Mm. What would I, you know, what, what would look fantastic? Like and, when I hang it up in, in the kitchen, I'm going to be looking at it saying, oh, that's class and it makes me laugh. And when people come in and say, what the hell is that? Like, and then there's a conversation on it. Like, Do you, so, would you, do you hang your own? I'm allergic to it. Because <laughs> it's like anybody comes in and says, geez, your man, it's first notions. But I suppose I've nowhere else to put it. So <laughs> I have so much stuff, it just kind of hangs up in the wall. Like, but I do have other artists hanging up here and there. You know? But not, like the house isn't... Oh, it's completely carcified. Like, is this? Yeah. It's, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to come up someday. Oh, see how long you last. Absolutely love to have my house carcified now, but no. But imagine all the conversations we have then. I know. Come up to my house. Look, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's the marina. That's the castle. That's um, King Kong, and you know, it's, 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 it's great. It's your Glastonbury one. I yeah. saw up there with the cork slang. Yeah. I, I'm just looking for a wall. Nowhere I can fit that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been doing for the last week since I was in the studio. I was just looking to see where I could put that. 
because yeah. it's it's brilliant. Like that's that's a classic one. That one. I love the Cork slang as well. Like injecting that into yeah. the stuff I do. Like I did think at the start it was something I thought it was more like the jazz. Myself and my wife were saying, "Is it the jazz festival to take on the jazz, the Cork jazz festival?" Oh, the yeah, the, 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 the Glastonbury one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a famous poster. I think that one. Yeah. Like it's a pretty it's iconic cool. poster. To... What is your favorite piece? Are they like children? Do you not have a favourite? I'm going to say, yeah, they, I love them all the same. Oh, do you know what? My favourite piece is the one I just finished. That's always my favourite. I say, oh, this is brilliant. I love it so much. And yeah. I give it about two weeks or so. It, kind of, it just kind of sits down and it, it, it sits amid everything else. Like, So what was the most popular piece, though? The most popular piece i done was, it was called The World According to Cork. It's a map of Cork and I Cork it. is huge and all the other countries are just insignificant or shrunk down. Half of them don't even exist. I have it in my office, in the middle of the office, yeah. hanging up on the wall inside there. Yeah. It's where Belly Cotton is, Australia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, that was, that was uh, my wife Lillian helped me with that. We were sitting down at the kitchen table. One I had started it and I drew Cork big, made all the other countries small and I put in a few places and then we kind of sat down like, was in about an hour. We said, oh, we could make this, call that that name and call this place the Cheesecake Factory and call that place the, you know, and yeah. We kind of populated the map and we had great fun and they put it up online and I woke up next morning and it was like 300 plus orders in for the map. I was like, oh, yeah. and we were like, oh, love it. Terrifying. But it's, it's a, always been very popular because people, people get that. That's what totally, Cork is yeah. all about. Cork is like it's the, the biggest thing in the world. Like, yeah. yeah. I love it. And everything else is just. You mentioned recently in an article, right, that you don't pay attention to brands, trends or big companies. Uh, like for me, I kind of I I got to look at other businesses and to. other you yeah. know to kind of see where they're going and all that. But you kind of answered it already. You don't even watch TV or listen to the radio. You're just one hundred percent engaged in Jason O'Gorman and Cork. Yeah, I don't need to kind of tune into that space and try and predict where it's all going to go. I, I kind of focus on today, you know, and tomorrow will tomorrow will happen. No, I don't need to. But if I'm looking what everybody else is doing, then I'm trying to keep up and yeah. I'm not focusing on what I'm doing. Like so, I kind of just said, "Yeah, lads, you're all good. Like you do what you do, and this is what I do." Well, but, I think Jason, that you're kind of one of those people that, as much as you don't give yourself credit, right? And no, I don't. Yeah, fair but, enough. So don't. I, don't I'm not going no, to. Don't. But like, <laughs> in relation to kind of giving advice to people and talking to younger artists, mm-hmm. I would strongly recommend that you talk to them because it, it's not it's not even your opinion if. If you don't want to give them the advice, don't want to lead them astray. I guess just you. tell them yeah, what yeah. you did. Yeah. And I'm telling you, anybody worth their salt will know that what you did is definitely the best way forward for an artist that's going into the business. Because if you're only doing stuff that you love and you're not concentrating on the end product in relation to funding and stuff like that, you're going to have an unbelievable life. And that's just the fact. Because if you, you said it a while ago, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's true. That's so true, don't hold back and give an advice. If you don't want to give it, just tell them your story. That'll be yeah, the advice. But you know what? There's other, there's other kids and I see them and they go to art college and they're five, six years, whatever, in art college learning about art and I'm actually envious of them and said, what are they, what are they learning in there? Like, mm. is this something I could have had it on that? Like, should, should I have gone through that? Um, I, never, you know, I, I never bought anything off them. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if I went down that route, I wouldn't be where I am yeah, today. Hundred, so def- just, no way would you be doing it. Yeah, yeah. What you're doing is amazing. It's an amazing thing for Cork. It's unbelievable promotion. I absolutely love it. I know a huge amount of people, like a lot of our followers on our social media that we have knew you were coming and they were just all excited about meeting you. So, Oh, God. Yeah, they're going to love this podcast. As much okay. as you're going to hate it, they're going to love it. Um, I really enjoyed having a chat with you. Brilliant. I'm it's delighted. Really, Thanks really, really for having me. I really appreciate it. And, uh, One of the more relaxed ones I've ever done, which is really nice. I yeah, that, that is good. That is good. So, so yeah, nice and chillax. Thanks, Mill, for coming in, Jason. Good and, stuff, James. Uh, have a great Christmas. You too.